Hello and welcome to the Raising Men Show. Craig Carlisle. Super Tuesdays, you know how we do. On WKBY 1080 AM out of Chatham, Virginia. Also Remnant Media out of Southern California. Carlsbad to be exact. Today's topic is slur. Yeah, some people wonder what that actually means. We're going to get into that, but for us, slur is going to mean speak life, undo racism. So yeah, we're going to push that topic today. We're going to push that button. So today we're going to talk about an issue that happened in the place where we used to live. We used to live in the Temecula Valley area, the Inland Empire. Used to live in a spot where I believe we lived there for almost, well, I lived there for about 26 years. And the rest of the boys, you guys (laughs) lived there pretty much all of your life except for the last three years. So who, Ryan, do you want to share how you heard about that event and what that event is? Make sure you speak right into your mic. Yep. Okay, so it was like, it was Saturday night. Uh, I was playing games with my friends, and one of them, uh, he, he lives out in Smankill currently. He goes to one of the schools out there, uh, Chaparral, I think he goes. Um, so we, I was talking about how I went to my football game on Friday, and he was like, he told me, oh, did you hear about what happened at Smankill Valley uh, on Friday? I was like, uh, no, I didn't. What happened? And he proceeds to tell me that um, they were playing against a school, um, Valley View High School, and the Temecula Valley's, I believe, like mainly the student section throughout the game was starting to chant racial slurs at the opposing team's cheerleading squad because a lot of the cheerleaders were, of course, black. So they were making monkey noises and um, they were just yelling racial slurs at them. So I really thought it was like really sad to hear about because it's a place we used to live in and they really didn't take any consideration into what they were doing. So it was... I just kind of find it really stupid that they would fact the fact that they would go and do that honestly. Yeah, and and it, for us it's I think it's a it's a real touchy subject, right? We used mm-hmm. to live there. I mean, yeah. you guys were born and raised in the Inland Empire. We started out in Marietta when Mom and I got married. We moved from there to Menifee. And Jackson, you're the only one that was actually born in the Menifee house. Everyone else had been born in the Marietta house. And then we moved to Temecula, two different spots in Temecula. Kaden, you went to Temecula Valley High School for a year. And here we are just having moved out of that area. And, you, you know, we've heard about issues in that area before, but has anybody ever experienced any of this themselves? One of the articles we did watch from KTLA, we want to make sure we give the, the credits to those who, you know, the factual evidence from the the. We call it the news agencies that reported on it. KTLA had the interview with two of the young cheerleaders, and one of them was talking about how people were touching their hair. You know, you, you know that's not things that you would normally do to people that's violating their, their personal space, right? Especially without asking. Especially without asking. And it was people that they didn't know. It's not like they were, you know, friends and family who that you have a connection with. Anybody had that issue before where anyone would come and touch your hair and, or say things to you that were just uncool i've had people like consensually where they asked me if they could touch my hair and i said yes but that's of course not the same thing but going when my first year of tv or my only year of tv i didn't experience anything like that and i didn't really expect to because it's not really something you actively think about when you're younger but then once you kind of it's brought to light or it happens to you (laughs) and it's like oh okay maybe i do have to be more mindful for situations like these yeah jackson you had something 
Thanks, Kaden, by the way. You, yeah. you, you, yeah. you, oh, I was just going to say something. Um, I was just going to say similar to Kaden that I've had people ask me if they could touch my hair before. Mm-hmm. It was like mainly, I think, around middle school yeah. when people asked that. Who had never seen black people before. <laughs> <laughs> But there, it does. Uh, I've never had anyone like any same thing really racist to me, mm-hmm. unless it's just me and my friends joking around because we just do that. But anyways, uh, I'm not gonna get into that. <laughs> um, it yeah, reminds me of a situation it. that happened at Great Oak freshman year, actually, because um, it's another similar situation with uh, someone being saying something racist, racist that was that pretty much went viral, I guess. So there were these two girls. Um, I think they were also freshmen, or I'm, not, I'm actually not sure what grade they were in, but they um, there was a video that was going around of those two saying, uh, we hate, and then... The oh, end. I remember that. Yeah, exactly. I remember that. The video was, it went pretty viral, honestly, because it made it to a lot of, like, Instagram accounts that I follow for, like, funny uh, memes and stuff. It was trending so, on Twitter, too, I think. Yeah, it was it was all over the place, mm-hmm. so... From the slur standpoint, I, as a parent, I'm always concerned whenever you guys leave the house because I'm wondering if you guys are going to run into people that are going to treat you this way, mm-hmm. you know, and treat you or treat you some kind of way. And whether it be actual, factual, whatever, in a lot of parents' minds, it's, in, it's there. It's wondering, is that going to happen? Are you going to experience it? <clears throat> I'm sure a lot of kids have seen and experienced a lot more than these two young girls, the cheerleading squad has. It doesn't make it right. There's an issue going on with a, a San Diego-based high school where the high school students were throwing tortillas at the team, at the opposing team. Really? As they were coming off the court. And it, was, it happened to be an Hispanic team, and they were from you know, a southern part of the city. And it was just unfortunate why people really choose, because that was a premeditated choice, because... It's not like anybody brings raw tortillas with them. They had to go out, buy it, yeah. bring it to the game. Right. Someone had to get all these people to buy it, then throw it at them. Yeah, yeah, and that was the that was the thing that's really unfortunate is that it, you don't need to treat anybody poorly, you know. And that's that's really what it comes down to is it's choices, but because it's only white people that their parents don't care what they do and they just let them do run all over them. And that's why you always see white kids yelling at their parents and cursing at them because well, they're not, not taught well, they have no discipline, and they live in a rich neighborhood. And just, cut that out. They're, they're self no. they're entitled. <laughs> they, think they're, they think they're entitled to everything, and I hate but, it. But is that a, yeah, cut that out, yeah, but is that a racial statement you just made? Yes, it was. Racially yes, made. but... No, stay, but, but, but it's true though. But, but stay there though. Stay with it. I think it's different because it's more reactionary because we're on the end of it from a lot of different places, yeah. whether it be movies and just in normal, normal white life walking around where we have to be the ones to be more careful and we can't be the ones to say something out of pocket because we have to fight tooth and nail for even one person to believe us right. that this was defensive and not us just trying to be the angry black person. Right. But let me ask, let's, let's toss it up for real, for real. Is every white person racist? Mm. Is every white person rich? Mm-mm. Is every black person rich? Mm-mm. Is every black person poor? Mm-mm. Same oh, thing with every what? Hispanic person. Is every, every, every black what? is every black person poor? Oh, I thought you said something else. Is every Hispanic person poor? Mm-mm. Okay, so here's the thing: we have we have biases and personal th- and thoughts based on what we see in the media, right? So in the media, you may have seen a lot of 
kids who were white who didn't necessarily act in a proper way, right? Mm-hmm. But at your guys' school, do you have kids acting like that? Yes, all the time. Completely acting out all the time. Unruly to teachers yeah. who don't get good grades. Mm-hmm. So the so all your entire school. Not all of them, but most of them. Most of the ones that it's mostly the ones that look like skaters that vape. And I really wouldn't the majority say that of them are white, but it's mostly ones that dress like skaters, skate. They have terrible grades, don't okay. listen to their teachers, cuss at them. Okay, so, really don't do so there's a there's a little bit of a difference now, right? So it's it's like the old saying, birds of a feather flock together, right? So you can almost say the same thing about kids who hang out in gangs, right? Whether it be black, Hispanic, or whatever, right? If they're looking like they're wearing the same color, if they're kind of wearing the same style of clothes, if they kind of have a certain kind of look, right? In some, in a lot of cases, that might be considered to be a gang, right? And they may have been doing the same thing in their areas, talking bad to their teachers, talking bad to their parents, right? And even... Before we even left the Menifee area, there was a fight at at one of those schools. Greenfield, Great Oak. Uh, not Great Oak. It was um, yeah, Paloma. No, no, no it was north yeah. of Paloma. It was up in uh, Heritage Heritage High School. Oh, yeah. there was a, there was a serious serious set of black versus Hispanic gangland fights there. Oh, yeah, I heard about that one. So those kids weren't necessarily rich. Those kids were were necessarily choosing to be together to make poor decisions, right? To fight each other because of what somebody said. Now, Jackson, I'm gonna ask you a question because what you have, you have a friend who's got a, who had a, we don't want to use a young man's name, right? Because we don't have permission to use his name from, from his parents' standpoint for this episode. Your friend had a lot of people wanting to fight him for what we thought was no reason, right? For some misunderstandings, right? He was white. All the people that wanted to fight him were white. No, no. Who was Hispanic? Who, was Hispanic only wanted to fight him? Well, a white kid, um, or or like spread rumors, but he said said it to the Hispanic kids. That did your friend was saying things Hispanically? What? No, not Hispanic. Just what he did, but he didn't do anything. So he, they told him they said a lie on him that too that would make the Hispanic. I don't, I, I don't know what they said, but. I just like they said something that was not true uh-huh. to somebody, but then it just escalated and they all try to fight him. Okay, so it was just Hispanics trying to get to your friend who was white. Mm-hmm. Okay, but I feel like that. If I feel like that has to be a reason behind that, because you don't just no kid nowadays just spreads rumors. No, 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 wait, no, no, wait, 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 stay right there. Oh, yeah. No, no, stay mm-hmm. right there, stay right there. Because that like you have to be so so immature. And petty to spread rumors for no okay, reason. Okay, like, now, there has to be a reason that they, he said something like okay, that. Now, stay right Whether there. it's like, Hold on, I got he you. heard him, like, he made fun of him. But there's no, like, something that you may not know, but there's no reason that some kid would go out of his way to spread rumors to a lot of Hispanics and other people okay. for no reason. And the reason why, the reason why I say I didn't let any other interjections there is because the, we talk on the Bible, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he won't depart from it, right? As as coming up from young age, what's your biggest teacher? What's your biggest influence? Your parents. Okay, so a lot of this is coming from where? Home. Home. Poor home training. But is it everybody's home? Mm-hmm. So we we can't make those same broad stroke bias statements, right? Mm-hmm. Jackson, you had something. 
Um, I was saying about the rumors that no way spread rumors on purpose. Because like the rape allegations that went around around this kid that didn't, and it came out that the girls just did it for fun. There, there's no, some well, people. No, what was wait, wait, no, there's there's some people that will spread rumors just they, just to get back at you because they think it's they think it may not be get as big as it really will, or I mean, some for attention. Well, that well, I, well, that goes along with what I said. I said because that w- there was a reason what you were just saying because he they probably did him wrong. But I was saying it's not always a justified reason. I right. know, but what I was saying at first is that not everybody or most people spread rumors for no reason. There has to be a cause that they spent read something. And what you're saying, Jackson, about the kid with rape allegations, I think I know who you're talking about. But that that no no, it, he they, he may not have raped him, but he did. There was people saying and that he um, actually did touch girls like in different spots and that he did say stuff to women that he shouldn't have said. But the rape part might not have been true, but he did do some stuff that is true. And that was really nasty. The the people who came out and told everybody about the stuff, the touching stuff that came out and said it wasn't true. They did for all fun. No, but that's about the one I heard. Oh, the one you heard. But there was some stuff that I know the kid, too. There was some stuff that, and he, he's not cool. So let's 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 deal with that. So what we what we've all saying is that we have some truths, we have some false, we have some biases, we have some training that comes from somewhere, right? So it ha- there's a cause somewhere that we all just can't get along, right? It would be great if we all could, right? Mm-hmm. And again, I'm not defending anybody's group or organization. I'm not trying to say this is right, wrong, or indifferent, or because because to your point, Evan, there's it comes from a space. And some of it is attention. Some people want and crave the attention maybe they're not getting at home. And so they want to, in this clickbait society, we were just talking about that off air, right? Where we were we were sucked into the, me personally too, was sucked into the in the article that came out that Tory Pines High School had gone white. And it was being turned into a correctional facility to teach white people about being not racist. But it, it made sense because as of where, where, we are, where we are right now, it made sense because... Some, uh, but Nate was telling me that he did hear some stuff about Tory Pines that they did say and, some racial stuff. And historic, and he has a background and a basis mm-hmm. for that because he played against Tory, and he was he was a victim of racial slurs while he was playing at Tory. So he so has it just facts, sense. right? So the thing that I think we where we need to make sure we spend a lot of time on is we have to find out where the truth is, and we have to deal in truth, mm-hmm. right? And if we know that something hasn't happened to us specifically. We got to check our facts, just like a good journalism group would, right? Because there's some things that are going on, and we all have our own experiences where some things are true, some things are actual things, some things are factual, but then some of the things are completely outlandish and false, mm-hmm. right? If someone would walk up and say, hey, you know, Kaden or Ryan raped somebody, I would be initially thinking, no, this, you're out of your mind. But then there's some people going to have a bias, and they're going to say, oh, that must be true because he's black. Mm-hmm. You know, There's that must- not much you can do there. Okay. Because for those this, people, if right. this was if this was real, even though it's not, that there's not much you can do there. Because if you did have people who sided with you, there wouldn't be a lot. Because they need to be people of color, and then maybe some black people. I mean, some one some white people, yeah. but you wouldn't have much. So, in I mean, even in even, terms of 
where we are right now in society, you probably would spend some time in jail for a, something that you did not do. I mean, and then years after, they, that person would come out and say that, oh, it was fake. Okay. I mean, it's even the, regardless of race, the internet, the whole internet culture, you're so easily to be able to easily sway between what you should believe based on literally nothing. You can see a case of say, uh, someone did something to someone else. But you don't. You're not able to see what happened. You don't know the person's character, mm-hmm. unless you have evidence in the case proving what happened. And plus, people's opinions on the internet don't really matter or affect the case unless there's new evidence that's brought to light, or is lied about and then gets repeated into the internet because people think it's true, and then later it comes out it may not be true. Well, it's what it's it's the cancel culture that we're in mm-hmm. right now, right? Where you have people who are saying things to make people get shut out, right? Because if people can say something to get attention, to get followers, to get likes, to get views, to get people to think, oh, you're, cool, so you're so cool because you, you're in the know, right? Then what does that do for their credibility? To the people that believe them, that makes them everything, right? But for those who don't believe them, we don't know what to, there's a point where we don't know what to believe in, in a lot of cases, true? Mm-hmm. How do we deal with that? How do you guys deal with that in your age group right now? Because that's all the news right now is social media for you guys, where every time somebody posts something, it is it true? Do you take it as true? Do you take it as actual and factual? What do you do? How do you deal with it? A lot of it, it's like, if I make an initial judgment, it's like, well, what do I really know about it? And how much does it really concern me? Because there's some stuff where I, I don't need to get bent out of shape about because or like some influencer or someone on the internet said something wrong. Well, it's like, well, they said it, but of course, am I, am I upset? Not really. Should they said it? Of course not. Cause it's not good. And that's something that they're going to be affected by, but there's nothing I can really do. And I'm, I'm, I'm not the judge or executioner. Well, either you're, you're not, I'm not. but there are some people who are in positions of power that are the judge and executioner mm-hmm. that are basing their biases in the courtrooms and in the streets based on what they've heard. And in some cases, based on their own personal experiences. Mm-hmm. Right. So, I mean, it's, where do you think the, the police shootings and the beatings come from? That doesn't come from just out of nowhere. Right. Someone had to say from a racially profiled perspective, a person that looks like any one of you in this room would fit the profile of someone that did something somewhere. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. You two are quiet down there. I know, but I'm just saying you guys are awfully quiet down there. And, and, and this is not a topic that we normally ever approach on. So I know it's probably uncomfortable. Even people are listening to us are probably like, what the hell are these kids talking about now? It's more difficult because there's so much of a broad spectrum of things that happen that we don't have answered. We don't really know what's happened, what's true, what's not. Is it what did they mean by what they said? Or, I mean, unless it's an actual racial slur, then you knew what you meant. What sure. you meant. But, but, in, but you said something else, kid, in it earlier, just a few minutes ago. You said, if you're listening to an influencer about what they're saying, right? Mm-hmm. Are you guys all influencers? Mm-mm. Well, yeah. I could, yeah, I guess so. Okay, Jackson. Okay, yeah. I, Jackson jumped in. Yes or no? I can't. Yeah. Yeah. Yes. Why? Well, you told us that we all have some type of influence in somebody's life, so that definitely makes us influence. So you all have, you all have friends, right? That you talk with, mm-hmm. right? 
Do your friends listen to you? Yeah. Not all the time. Well, I'm just, yeah, but I understand it makes, and I get it. Not, we don't listen to all of our friends all the time either, right? Okay, but so you have people that listen to each other, right? To, to listen to you. Mm-hmm. Do you have people that you listen to? Mm-hmm. Okay, so that means that you're, that you are influencing the people who listen to you. And the people that you listen to are influencing you, right? And I, and you and I, you all and I have talked about this before, but I don't, I don't think you guys really understand the impact. You all are influencers. You are on two national and international radio shows. People are listening to what you have to say. We may not have millions of followers yet. We may not have millions of likes yet. But there are, there is that one. Or that two, or that twenty, or out that that do listen to what you all have to say, what we have to say, and here's the thing: the Bible talks about how Jesus, in, in the analogy of the the, she, the shepherd, who had a hundred sheep, and to say ninety nine of them were going in the right direction, but there was one that was kind of lost out out by themselves. And what what is how does the story go? What does the shepherd do for that one? He went out and go to go find it. Exactly. So this, and he left the 99 and looked for the one. So that's really what we've been doing, right? The framework is is a part of that, helping the lost. One of the things, Ryan, you were talking about when we were talking about our goal for the framework and doing what we do is you wanted to help people ha- have a better day. You wanted to help people become better, right? And always make sure that everyone's taking time for themselves to, like, you know, like, because I always, as I've been doing recently, I want to make sure people are, Help make keeping their mental health stable because that's always a really big thing, and make sure that they're taking some time out of their day to enjoy, like you know, even just sitting outside, just sitting under the sun, uh, read a book, or just enjoy time with your family. You know, just take time for yourself. So, in Jackson Evan, you went with me to that youth conference, right? To my selfie movement, which that's what part of my the whole crux of my talk was about. How we were, like you said, Jax, we are all influencers. We all make a difference because there's someone out there that's just like every one of us that's looking for some one of us to give an opinion to say, how do we do it? How do we make it? Now, if I'm right or wrong, when we first, when your mom first died, I think I was talking about this rhetoric, but too, you guys were talking about, you know, there's going to be someone who's going to want to hear our story mm-hmm. and tell our story about how we made it. I think you all can look at me like, I ain't telling nobody nothing. Right? Mm-hmm. Because at that part, that part of our story sucks. Yes or no? Mm-hmm. And I'm not trying Sums to. Yeah, I'm not, I'm not trying to over talk or just talk too much talking because and not trying to downplay the issue that we're on. But what I'm trying to get everybody to understand is the slur comes from somewhere, comes from someone's hurt somewhere, and as you all, as we all are all telling our story somewhere to someone. We've got to be able to speak life and undo racism, undo the rhetoric, undo the, the reason, that's another reason for the R, that someone doesn't know the truth about who they are, right? So when we come across, we find ourselves in these situations where people are doing things that are saying, well, aren't listening in class, you may or may not, Evan, you may or may not tell them to, hey, shut up and get it right, but maybe you do. Confirm that Evan hates pointing at me, I thought you were talking about me. I'm like, what? I, I've been listening. <laughs> no, 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 no. You should do that too. No, but I mean, it's, it, it's, there will come a time when you guys are out somewhere where we're going to need to speak up. 
for a person who's not you, not you, and a person who's on the bottom, right? And I and you guys, Ryan. Okay, let's let's share the story with your brothers. When it was two Thursdays ago, when we were taking you two or three Thursdays ago, we were taking you to volleyball practice, and those two people, the three people, actually came up to you. And asked you what asked us what the license plates meant for our vehicles. You remember that you were you were in the suburban. We were getting ready to leave, and there was a couple, a white couple walking two dogs behind the suburban. The lady came oh, up to you, yeah. asked you, "What is it? How do you pronounce the license plates?" Yeah, Razimin. Well, well, the thing, well, the the thing, most well, the, the two people that were there, the three people that were there, they all those adults thought it was rising. Yeah, because the Z was second. Mm-hmm. And they, they each wanted to know what it meant. Even the lady that came from across the street, Hispanic lady, came from across the street. Mm-hmm. She had two children. And I don't think you heard that conversation I had with that lady. I don't think so. I think I was either in the car or in the house okay. doing something. Okay, so I'm going to make sure you guys understand that we have influence. Okay. The, the Raising Men license plate, who, okay, who remembers that story? Why we, why we have the Raising Men license plate? Partially. Okay, I'll, who wants to tell it? Do you want me to tell it? I don't remember the specifics. Okay, so when you guys were all super tiny, Jackson, you weren't born. So the, the it was Shane, of course, Kate and Ryan and Evan were all born at that time. We were all living in Marietta. And your mom had said, hey, babe, oh my gosh, we have all these boys. We're raising all these boys. What are we going to do? It's just a lot of work. And oh my gosh, it was just kind of having one of those parental panic moments of what the heck are we going to do now kind of thing. And I responded to her and said, hey, you know, we're not raising boys were raising men we've got to change our mentality of how we speak to them and how we raise them because it's going to make a difference we're trying to raise full-grown men not underdeveloped men not under overdeveloped boys and she thought oh wow she was impacted by that statement so she went and got plates have we really had the plates for that long it, we got the plates in like 2005 six or seven because we had the sequoia Oh, about I, was, the, I was not born yet when you guys played. That's what I this said. Really said. He started that. I, I could, you said you ordered Welcome. the plates. Welcome. Uh, so I, I thought the. I thought we only got the. I could only ever remember the plate, the raising men plates, ever first being on the flex for some reason. Mm-hmm. So, I can't. I can't because do. that's a part of the grief cycle. That's why. Because uh, grief brings in um, amnesia and so there's holes in our memory. Plus, you were very young as well. I don't right? even remember stuff from 2019. <laughs> like, like I barely remember us going to Florida. Well, here's the thing. How? But when we, had- oh, I remember like us being there, and then we went to the parks. But I don't remember part. Like there may be something you remember that I don't. You don't remember going going to get seafood at that one place? Okay, I remember that. Okay. I, that was that was See, what. Disneyland? But that's but remember when we first did Disneyland? this group together, right? As the Raising Men show together, we told our story for that very reason, because we all have holes in our memory, gaps in our memory, and we were all able to share various things push the pieces together right because grief is going to has caused our memory loss so we put this the license plate first on the sequoia because that's where she that's was mom's truck right that's such a big hole in my memory because like i didn't know it was that I either think I just like never i remember being right. what car the sequoia it's the one the that the we toyota sold, remember we sold that to the hammers so, it's the big suburban the great the big, one. The big silver the toyota. Toyota. anyway so when we when I sold it, then I know three of you guys were asking me, "Hey, don't get rid of the license plate." Shane was one. I know Kaden, you were another one, and one of the you other three were or another one that asked me, 
we can't get rid of the license plate deck. That was what mom got for. That was our plate. But, you know, I already knew I wasn't going to get rid of the plate. That's why it's on the flex. And then when we got the Suburban, one of you guys were asking me then, are you going to get a raising moon plate for the Suburban? And I almost didn't. Because how come? Because I wanted anonymity. I wanted to be anonymous for a while. Because I knew where we were going with Raising Man. I knew radio and TV were a big thing for us. I knew social media was becoming a big thing for us. And I, and I just wanted to be able to be able to live for a moment without worrying about who we were. 